This video is brought to you by the Beautiful Leather Goods by Andar. All products are 100% full grain leather. Orders over 35 bucks get free shipping automatically. You get free exchanges and a 90 day return policy. Maybe you wanna pick up the Apollo. Or if you're like me and you wanna go super minimal and slim, you'll probably check out the Monarch. Andar wallets have this cool unique pull tab. They go like this, getting your cards out that allows quick access to your cards. Head over to andar.com and use promo code EDCC to get 15% off your entire order. Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. And tonight, man, arg, we got a special guest in the house. We got my buddy, Screaming Pirate EDC. How's it going, buddy? What's up, guys? What's good up, to man? Cheers to, to you, my out. friend. Thanks, man. Thanks. So, actually, I'm going to bring to light, like, how this podcast came about. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, great. you are one of two people who have asked me to be who have asked to be on my podcast that I even considered doing it. And uh the other one I recorded with already is this this Malaysian like knife YouTuber had to have him on. He had the accent and everything and you know Asian connection had to do that. And you hit me up like the week after and I was like fuck it's going to be a thing are people going to start asking me to be on the pod now but you're you're my boy <laughs> so like I'm not going to say no. And you know hopefully this episode brings you over 1000 subs which you're very very close Dude, to. I hope. Yeah. And um <clears throat> you know cuz this this channel like uh I seem to help out people that are under a thousand but in like a matter of time they like basically are equivalent of channel growth that I have or like surpass me <laughs> like Neve's Knives is one of them. <laughs> Well, hey, I saw that you had Brandon on, and that you know that man is sitting at what like one hundred and ten thousand now. He's gonna surpass Shabazz and Shabazz in like two. Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah. The oh, crazy yeah. thing is, like, I don't understand this, and I was thinking about this today because I posted a clip of Knife Nerdery. He's one of your boys too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, we were talking about Eugene Kwan, and I was talking about the Knife YouTube elites, and I just don't understand why these big, bigger channels like fuck with me at all, like. I have the worst view counts on YouTube, on Knife YouTube, in any YouTube, actually, because I put in a lot of work. I'm posting every day. I'm posting on multiple platforms. But for some reason, I don't know if algorithmically it's just not working or my, my wife's theory is, Kelly's theory is, you know, you reach an audience that is very similar to you and you being like Asian and you're kind of like this city hood dude. It's kind of like not really seen in this space. And when people see you, they're like, what the fuck is going on here? This guy looks like one of my son's friends or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm like 41 years old. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's kind of my thing. But, uh, you know, let's talk about like your journey for a little bit. So how did you yeah, get started with your channel? Like what made you decide? First of all, the name, bro. Like what's up with the pirates? Are you been, like, a, like, really into pirates your whole life or something? So... I'll start with the channel name and then I'll move over okay, to let's know, go. like why. <laughs> All right. Uh, so for many, many, many years, uh, the whole screaming part was actually my gamer tag um, for 15 years. I had that gamer tag. Um, and in college, all of my buddies uh, called me a pirate because I was always, uh, they called it Shanghaiing all their alcohol. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, I would just come in and be like, nah, I didn't bring anything. What'd you bring? <laughs> I would yeah. just go over <laughs> Plundering, bro. Yeah, all the time, all the time. And they were like, man, you, you a damn pirate. <laughs> so, like, and it just stuck. And so, from then on out, all of my fraternity brothers have been calling me a pirate for, I mean, it's been 12 years now. Yeah. yeah. And so, they're just like, yeah, dude, you're a pirate. Oh, clearly. <laughs> Um, sometimes things stick man that's just yeah, how it is yeah, you know yeah. um uh i remember i i took months for me to create everyday city carry i didn't know what name to call the channel and and sometimes i think like fuck maybe that wasn't the right thing to do um I got you. I got you. like what if i move out of the city <laughs> like, things like that or um it's kind of long you know uh, but it seems that it's making an impact somehow. And I have no idea how it does, by the way. I have no idea how this channel makes an impact with, with such low view counts that we have. But um, <clears throat> like, like what's crazy is today I, I was trying to I've been trying to get this guest on, not your average EDC. Have you ever heard of her? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been trying to get her on. Neves is trying to get her on. She's canceled on both of us, uh, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. But um, about my my you know like my friends my viewers like really want her on so she did a live today on ig and okay. um i hop on right and i'm like yo sup and then everyone in the chat is like oh shit everyday city carry what's up right and i'm like hey um and she goes hey everyday city carry i think i know you somehow like she forgot bro she forgot that i asked her to be on and i was i got none against it by the way i'm, I'm fucking fucking around right now but then i i was like yo um people keep asking you to be in my pod but you're just like, nah. And then she read it out loud. And she was like, I don't think I said nah. And every, everyone in the chat was like, do it, do it. It's just like a whole chant of do it. It'll be so That's dope, funny. yo. And I'm just in my head. These are people that I kind of have see periodically in the comment mm -hmm. section or on Instagram. But then I'm like, man, I mean, I guess the show reaches people somehow. Like, I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, what's your journey on youtube have, has been like like it's been a steady thing how long have you had it up so i want to say the channel started in april or may of this year um back i would say december so for about four months before that um i was always doing instagram like story posts and reels and it was just me just kind of going hey guys you know this is my coffee mug today and uh this is the knife you know, hope you're having a good day. And I actually had multiple people approach me. Um, one of them actually being uh, Shoe Monster Tech. Yeah, yeah, uh, I like Ricky. that dude. Yeah, yeah. Ricky actually approached me as well, and they were like, "You, you should do YouTube." And I was like, "Really? I don't, I don't really know if I should." They're like, you have a massive knife collection, and they're like, "You are really good at delivering this." And I was like, right, "I mean, I guess, I guess I could." <laughs> sure, <laughs> why not? Um, and in the last like three months, I want to say three or four months, I went from film. If you go back on all my old videos, all of that is on my cell phone, yeah. all of it. Um, and then I immediately turned around and went, uh, screw it. We're going to get better lighting and audio and a camera. I was like, I want this to look good. Yeah. You know, I don't want this to look like amateur hour of like, Hey guys, look at what I'm filming today. <laughs> you know, like I just, uh, I just you didn't know what's like it. Crazy is you and I had conversations about that, like which mm -hmm. equipment to get and what do you get, yeah. bro, and all that shit. I remember yeah. that. You know what's crazy is 
So I looked up when the first episode of Everyday City Carry podcast was. Uh, this channel is like almost five years old, I want to say. Um, but the podcast is about two years old now. And when I, I watched episode one, bro, and I was using my cell phone to record. No, I was using so um, great. not my cell phone. I was using a DJI Osmo Pocket One record oh, no. which is it's pretty nice it's pretty nice but you know if you think it's about still, like compared yeah like what this is now this is much better i still feel like it's shit you know what i mean like i watch one of brandon's videos fucking you know everyday minimalist and i'm like fuck what am i doing you know what i mean <laughs> like, Dude, you know? but his production work is blows me away blows me away uh, every so, so the the, the b-roll part and all that i i i feel like i could get that because mm -hmm. My old cinematic videos when I first started, that's how I did it. I did it okay. more like comedically, like sketches. Like I would dress we're up as a ninja right. and fucking do a flip or something. Like that was I remember that. Yeah. But with brand with with the what I really love about his the look of his channel is first of all, the draw distance from the camera to the background. Really it's good really okay. Good. The lighting is in really good places. What he has in the back is very it's almost like structured. You know what I mean? Like he has stuff in the back that are cool that kind of like accentuate the background and himself. And it's just mm. definitely very thought out, you know, so that's something that I'm trying to nail, too. And I think it's tough when your room is like so small, bro, like this room. Oh, how yeah. Do I draw a distance of this shit. Like I could reach the back. <laughs> so, I mean, the you can see over my shoulder yeah. right there. That's mm -hmm. what sits behind me. Yeah. And the table over my right, that's the table that sits in front of me for all my videos. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's my distance. Like, that's You know it. what? Yours is pretty good, too, though. So, like, how do you – Are you do you just reposition the camera? Is that how you do it? So, what I do is I actually have my camera that sits out, like I said, table over here. Probably sits another two feet out that way. Um, and then I have a big old key light that's literally right there, right off screen. You can't even see it. That's what's illuminating here. Yeah. Um, and then if you see that silver pole behind me, that's yep. actually my accent light. Ah. So it comes up and then it comes directly over and it's where I'm getting all of my extra light here. Yeah. Um, and that itty light that is right there, that one actually, um, that's all my blue light behind me. Okay. So it literally sits directly <clears throat> behind my chair and I have it on blue and that's what's casting blue up in the corner. Yeah, your lighting is good, dude. Actually, I like it. Um, I watched I your did a uh, lot of research design. on lighting. <laughs> What's that? I did a lot of research on lighting. A lot. What's crazy is with for, for the lighting for us, um, it turns out that we we had all this lighting already. Well, I had really? two, I had like these two lamps from newer that I bought a long time ago. They don't even sell these lamps anymore. I bought them on Amazon, they were like $36 for a pair of them, bro. Whoa. And um, nice, you know, this is when newer was not the big photography right, budget right, right. photography giant it is now. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's like a mainstay in photography. Mm -hmm. You're newer, mm -hmm. you just back then nobody knew what it really was. So I bought it, and um, I've had it the whole time. It works. And then my girl is like, "Yo, I have these grow lights that are like they could be blue, they could be red, they could be white. You could mix nice. blue and red, and it becomes purple." And I've I, I've always wanted to do this Times Square kind of vibe, you know, it just matches mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. panel name. And she says, "Look, I have this other LED light that's like twenty bucks. We'll use that." And then I just have basically four lights. Like it was just an experiment, but the experiment happened immediately because as, as soon as they put it on the ground and they put the other light over there, and then these two lights are the one illuminating. It gave this whole vibe of like a neon, mm -hmm. 
thing yeah. and and it's crazy i didn't really have to spend money like it was already the whole fucking time i just never used it you Good. know yeah it's how uh did you spend a lot for your setup so i want to say lighting and audio because i use the uh wireless road uh mm -hmm. with lavalier um mm -hmm. whenever i'm doing videos i want to say audio and video was about 250 300 for all of it like yeah. all in all my lights um and then camera is a whole separate <laughs> Like two a grand. whole separate monster. Like two um, grand. I, it was seventeen hundred. That's I got pretty, That's like. Is it like? Deal. Is it Jake's camera from Bearded Gear? Um, no. It's uh. So it's the Canon EOS R. Jake uses the. Oh, he's Sony. a Sony. Yeah. It uses a Sony sixty six hundred. Um, my EOS R actually um used to belong to Adam Ivy. Yeah. Um, who is a music producer for like Mod Sun? Okay. Cool. Um, he's good friends with Captain Ricky on Instagram. Oh yeah, 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 Captain yeah. Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, um, Jake and and Brandon, they're like all yeah. cool. Right? Oh yeah. We're by the way, we're yeah. all in the same chat. Knife nerdery. Yeah, you know yeah, what's really funny? Yeah, he's is in with us. <laughs> a really hilarious thing happened with Jake today. I don't know if he told you guys. Okay. So you know there is a knife YouTube elites group chat that somehow. What? Yeah, I mean. I I've talked about this on my podcast. This is how you know you, I know you don't watch the show. <laughs> like, oh, rude. For some reason, for some reason, these guys that us as content creators and as knife YouTube viewers, we all aspire to be these guys. I'm talking about the heavies, bro. Shabazz, Advanced Knife Bro, Cedric and Ada, Metal Complex, Slicey's in there. Um, just mad people. The Knife Nuts podcast, which is just massive, okay? And for some reason, Metal Complex is like, yo, let me bring Everyday City Carry in here. And this is, I want to say, maybe over a year now. And I chat with these guys every day, all day long. We're like just talking to each other. Like I'm, really? I'm cracking jokes with Shabazz and stuff. So what happened is today, actually right now, what's happening is the Knife Nuts podcast is hosting a Friendsgiving. All those guys are on there. So he created a group chat for that. And Jake is going to be on there. So all of a sudden, I'm in the Knife YouTube Elites group chat on Instagram, and I see uh, Knife Nuts podcast added bearded gear, right? I, I love Jake, okay? So right, I, right, yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, what's up, homie? You made it, bro, right? And then they, we're all joking around and stuff. Jake is posting. And Levin goes, okay, I'm just going to come clean right now. I actually meant to add you into the Friendsgiving group chat, but I added you here instead. And as of right now, he's still in there. So it's like, that's hilarious. I, I, we all warned him. I'm like, listen, we talk shit about literally everyone and everything in here. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, so like, so I've come up. Okay, good. Enough. No, no, not like that. <laughs> like, you know, like literally everything, bro. Like everything is, we just joke about it. And sometimes we're not even serious. We just like want to trash it. And um, it's really funny. And I've talked about these guys, how they've like held me up in times where I feel like, man, I'm not fucking getting anywhere with a channel. But then it's like, yeah, I just talked to Shabazz and Advanced Knife Bros asking me for tips on uh, tips uh, on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, uh, you know, so it makes me feel good. And it's certainly, they certainly helped me quite a bit. Actually, after we record this podcast, I'm going to go do theirs, uh, which is probably ongoing, like forever. Like Jim Skelton is going to be on there. No, Shabazz, no, yeah, yeah. Nada, Eugene Kwan is coming back. But like just tonight, you know, what? dashboard reviews guy. 
Um, yeah, but yeah, that's, it's funny. But Jake was in there just chatting it up, and then Levin's like, "Bro, I'm just not gonna lie, I added you by accident." <laughs> I'm sure you'll talk funny. about. It. <laughs> um, you know, funny. back to uh, your channel, right? Um, how how many videos do you post a week? You think? So I used to do anywhere from three to four or five a week. Yeah. Um, but after talking to Brandon over at Everyday Minimalist, probably about a month ago, he was like, hey, man, uh, shorts are where it's at. And I was like, what do you mean shorts are where it's at? And he goes, he goes, my TikTok got taken down. He goes, I literally just did a short. And he goes, I recycled it. And he goes, it has like 50,000 views. And I went, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, it's super easy. And we just kind of like walked, like talked through that. So now what I'm doing is one full like video video, like extended length, 10, 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Everything else is short. So I do like two to three shorts a week. Yeah, that's smart. That's yeah. smart. I I um I don't know where I lie with it. Like I I I do love doing shorts, right? But I feel mm-hmm. like I'm in this weird algorithm change right now because Neves Knives is like Bro, if you're going to just focus on podcasting, which your channel is mainly podcasting now, just fucking Mm -hmm. go all in on that, right? And I was, like, trying to figure out, like, how to convert what I'm doing into that because I am doing a lot of podcasting. I mean, every Monday and every Friday, there is an Everyday City Carry podcast. You know, Monday is live. Yeah. Um, But what I do, what do I do in between? And I was like, you know what? Let me just clip, like, podcast clips and do it as shorts and post that. I love them. And post it on every platform. Like the one today, yeah. actually, with with Kevin and the Eugene Kwan one. Like I really like yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, you know, because it. And then I, I showed it to Eugene, and I was like, yo, isn't it crazy? Like how we don't even know that we make these impressions on people when you create content, and then you know you get in, they get inspired and they do something. I didn't I had no idea that um, Knife Nerdery. Like, love that. Uh, Kevin, right? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kevin. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, loved Eugene Kwan's channel that much. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I forgot been... about that moment in the podcast, actually. I was just like, fuck, I'm kind of running out of clips for the one with Everyday Minimalist. Mm-hmm. I've, I've used a lot of it already, that pod. Uh, let me go back one week. And I went to Knife Nerdery and found that Eugene mm-hmm. Kwan clip. And I was like, wow, that clip is really important, actually. You know? So, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm hoping... I'm hoping that maybe in a month or two, when I'm just posting this type of stuff regularly, YouTube will forgive me again. <laughs> because I think distribution is the number one uh, problem with this channel. It's not really the quality of content anymore. It's just the, the algorithm is just like, what the fuck yeah. is going on here? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, I got you. By the yeah. way, man, I love the short clips of the podcast. Because like, I, I watched every short clip you put up. Cause I'm like, these are great. I'm like, I love Thanks, getting bro. little, I love getting little snippets and going, okay, that's really great. I mean, the one on Eugene, I literally, and I'm not making this up. I talked to Eugene yesterday, mm-hmm. literally yesterday and was like, Hey man, you know, just wanted to let you know, we really miss you around here. Wanted to let you know that, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I really, you know, I miss your content and you know, I'm always trying to write a line between like you and say like metal complex and everyday mm-hmm. minimalist i'm trying to like sit right between yeah. all of that and he was like oh man i really appreciate that and then literally today your clip went up with kevin oh, and shit. i was like and i sent it to him and i was like see <laughs> i told you yeah Yo, eugene was- man it, it's it's crazy because eugene kwan when i first watched it and i was kind of still in this 
um, <clears throat> you know, like he's, you know, people are trying to steal your shine or whatever on YouTube, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's fucking almost 8 billion people on earth. Like, I'm sure as fuck could get like maybe 200,000 people to subscribe to me and make, you know, a decent amount of like side cash on your channel. So like, why do I have to feel like that? It was actually like listening to comedians, like podcasts, like talking about how they bring each other up and stuff Mm -hmm. that I started applying the same kind of, you know, like methods in my own like way of life or whatever. And I feel much better for it. But when I first watched Eugene Kwan, I was like, man, this Korean motherfucker, you know, I was trying to be the Asian knife YouTuber and shit. And like that were like mad cool. And it's funny because when I talked to Kevin, I actually that 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 part was actually in there, but I couldn't fit it within the one minute. So I didn't okay. get out. You know, I was talking about how Asians beef with each other. <laughs> so, cool. um, so I'm in a chat with Brandon yeah. and we call him our Asian sensation. <laughs> but the funny thing is, uh, do you know MB Journal on Instagram? Uh, I don't. There's a lot of white watch pictures, a lot of watch mm-hmm. pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, Mads is a really good friend of mine too. And he's like, well, what the fuck guys? I'm Asian too. Am I not the Asian station? We're like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. It's, it, you know, man, everyday minimalist is just something to aspire to be like oh, as yeah. a knife content creator right now. By the way, man, uh, he's 25. Yeah, I know. No, you know, what's crazy, man. It's like, I don't, so I'm thinking maybe his cadence really touches people in that age range. Because, like, even yeah. me, even though I look young as fuck, bro, like, I'm 41. I'm a little bit different from what the kids are hearing right now. And then it's like I want, you know, they, they watch this Everyday Minimalist clip and they think, like, oh, that's one of us or whatever. Like, this is this is fresh and shit, you know. They click, they, they click <laughs> the like button and share it or whatever, you know. And I'm like trying to dissect that shit. I'm like, how does he do that? And I was like, oh no, you can't do that. You have to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm just trying to figure that out still. But yeah, dude, when I when I um I always talk about everyday minimalist on on in the knife YouTube elites chat. I always talk about it. I'm like, bro, you gotta get on TikTok. Look at this dude, 800 k on TikTok, bro. Then he got insane. banned. They were like, Oh, see what happened. And then and then I I brought up the shorts thing. I was like, yo, guys, remember everyday minimalist? He was like at 8k that time. He's at 70K right now. This is like a couple of weeks ago, uh, a month ago, yeah. maybe. And I, and he's like, what? And then Jesus, you know, because metal, he's, he's past metal complex already. Blue past. Yeah. It. And then, like that, he and then metal metal complex. when I put that, guess what they all started doing? Posting shorts and reels. I was like, I'm telling you right now, guys, yep. the landscape is fucking changing, man. Yep. Um, oh, he went from, we, we were talking about it to him. Yeah. He went from 30,000 mm-hmm. to 100,000 in two months yeah it's insane it's fucking insane and it's only gonna go faster because he caught that algorithm wave that is allowing him to ride that as much as he can and with the high quality content that he produces like it's gonna keep going and and i want to talk about quality too because i really like the quality of your videos man and for a second i thought that you had one of those switcher things and you had two cameras like like you ever watch the pocket perspective yeah, 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 dude. He's got the double camera system. He just switches like a dock, like a steam stream, uh, st- uh like a stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, just flicks it. I'm over trying there. to buy one because, like, you know, we've got some Patreon dollars now saved up, and I'm like, okay, right, right. if I get another M50 and get like a fucking dual thing, because I'm trying to do like just straight live, bro. Like, I'm, I'm I, I unboxed uh two knives live 
uh, I think it was yesterday morning, and uh, people fucking liked it. I fucking unboxed it at like 9 a.m. and people were in there. So Ooh. I'm thinking like maybe I can just do it like that. Um, with with the with your videos, I watched the arcane design prototype one, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit! Like he's got his own thing going on, you know? Like, um, how do you prepare for those? Like, do you script anything? Do you what do you do exactly? So. I have a breakout sheet of like, what am I going to, what are my highlights? What are my high points? Um, So my intro bit is, you know, who's the maker? Where is it made? If it's important, if I care to mention it, Um, designer, et cetera. And then I always start with what's on me. Like it's every video, what's on me. And part of the reason I'm doing that is because all of my Instagram vids had the coffee mugs. And I mean, you talk to anybody, I mean, I know you know this, anybody on Instagram knows that I have a ton of coffee mugs and I love coffee. Um, by the way, I literally got in mug number 51. Wow. That's right. Five one. Yeah. It's a lot of mugs. Um, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> in fact, uh, death wish coffee actually sent me a mug for my one K giveaway. Nice. Nice. Yeah, death wish coffee. I've, have I had that? I might have had that before. Is that the one mixed with Herba Mate or? No, 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 no. I had one, uh, a coffee blend with Herba Mate and coffee in it. And it was like so strong, bro. I was like, oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. But um, um, yeah, continue on with, with how you. No, 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 Yeah. So, I mean, it was always show what I have on me because I, that's what I've always been. Like when I'm at shows, I really picked that up from, uh, oh gosh, who was it? Um, Oh, Ben, banter. You know, yeah. what's in your pocket? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do, what do you have on you? And, like, I always liked seeing that. So, like, when I, I've been to two Blade shows now, mm. every person I walk up to, like, that I know that is YouTuber or anything, I'm like, what do you have? Oh, nice. Because people like talking mm. about what's – they like it. I mean, what what's your favorite thing to do with friends who aren't knife people? They go, hey, do you have a knife on you? And you're like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just kind of a way to connect with people on, you know, what am I carrying today? What is my choice, as it were? I mean, we're called everyday carry guys, but we're not showing what we carry. It's like it's it's the it's the wildest thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, why not show that off? Yeah. Um, and then from there, it's okay. I don't particularly care for specs. I pff, whatever. I mean, it's a knife. Is it Me does neither. it cut? Cool. Yeah. Um, but I'll do them. And when I bang them out, I mean, I know you saw I bang out specs. Like it's a two minutes. I'm done. Move on. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Cool. Um, more for me though, was always size comparisons because what got me, and this was my biggest thing with Shabazz, Metal Complex, everybody it's, here's the same three knives. And I'm like, cool. That doesn't look anything like those knives. Yeah. Like that's not even similar to that knife. So like when I had the Arcane Abyss, I was like, let me break out other designer knives. Let me break out the Vero, you know? the something obscene, the Chavez. I'm like, that's who you compare these to. So that's what I really try to focus in on is what do I think this knife looks like that other people might have or have seen? Because if I'm shopping for a knife, I'm looking for a designer knife. Okay. Who are other designers? I don't give a shit about a Delica. (laughs) Like Delica's not only want knives designed by these special designers, like an Isham or fucking... Mallory if, or something. Well, if it's comparable. Yeah. 
I gotcha. Because that's gotcha. the main thing. So when I did the EOS uh, case mini Nautilus, that cleaver, that really cool mm -hmm. purple and grape cleaver, I picked other USA made knives in the $500 range that I have. Yeah. Why? Because it's a $500 you rich, USA made bro. knife. You rich, son. <laughs> I watch your videos sometimes. I'm like, damn, my boy, rich. <laughs> um, just so you know, the collection. a lot, bro. <laughs> the collection sits around 70 right now. Oh, my God. How many knives are over $200? Um, like 40? Probably 75%. Fuck. I was right. I said 40. <laughs> Fuck, bro. I mean, on me today. Just today, seventy percent. What the fuck are you, a real Asian, Ray? <laughs> what is that? That's a Trevor Burger EXK. How much was that? Uh, six sixty. What's the most you've ever spent on a knife? So the most I ever spent was mm -hmm. at Blade Show this year. Yeah. Um. So I have no luck myself. Okay. My wife has all my luck. Um, every time I've been to blade show, she's won something. What? Don't, don't look at me. I don't know. She won the Brian Brown mini warthog. Okay. That's the knife that won best tactical folder. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have a couple pictures of it on my page. Yeah. Uh, amazing custom knife. 1350. Damn. Now here's the crazy. thing. Because it's best tactical folder, mm -hmm. I sold that knife. Yeah. Three weeks later. Yep. For five thousand. Wow. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. That's yep. some pirate shit. Now I get the pirate shit, dude. That's bargaining, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, it's well, crazy. Look at look at the auction piece that Brian just had at yeah. the New York Custom Knife Show. It's a mini warthog, exactly like the one I had. But it's a Damascus blade. Yeah. It went for 5000 Damn. That's fucking crazy. So it's probably going to sell for like 10 Maybe. Like but here's seven. the thing. The guy who bought it, Turs Skellington, mm -hmm. he knows how much I sold mine for because he wanted yeah. it. Damn. So, yeah, like, it's That's nice. crazy, bro. Now, the yeah. one after that one would probably be my Shirogov. Yeah. Um. That has the fat carbon inlays, and yeah. I didn't pay twelve hundred, but it's retailed at twelve hundred. Wow! And you paid, I paid what? I paid nine. That's still a lot, bro. What do you fucking do, bro? I work in IT. Okay, all right. You've been in the field for a while. Uh, five years. Okay, so you probably it's, you work hey, for a good firm dude, or something, and you it's not me. Hey, huh? it's not me. Oh, nah, it's not you. <laughs> nah, my better uh, half makes all that money, dude. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> dude, she she not, brings in that money, boy. I'm trying to do right now, dude. I'm trying to just stay home, bro, and do YouTube because my girl's in the medical field. She's studying right now. By the um, way, this yeah. desk, I work yeah. at this desk every day, <laughs> oh and then I spin my ass around and I film back there. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah, my girl is like, you know what, yo, if you want to stay home, you know, just take care of the kid and shit. I'm like, I'll fucking, yo, if you let me do that, and I, maybe I'll have like a, a, a work from home shit for like three or four times a week. And I just strictly do whatever it is I want to do with every day city carry. That would be my dream right there. Like, I will fucking daddy vlog my children 
and like podcast with my two-year-old like no problem like it'll be cute as shit and we'll make all this money yeah it would that yeah. would be adorable as hell, yeah man. so you know like i would fucking do stuff like that but yeah i'm, I'm trying to i'm working my way there bro <laughs> all right you know in tradition of your channel right let's like yeah. show what we carried today which i never do on a podcast by the way um i carried this little guy you were talking about ben peterson i love the baby this banter the baby i have the exact same right one here i got the purple pimp joker one which i really like um and that's pretty much it that's what i carried today i have a little like you know Victoria. you mean that one? Oh shit nice dude <laughs> Nice. I really like this, man. I'm thinking about doing this do with this actually uh, soon. I thought about it today. It's going to be pretty funny. It is it's going to use uh, Ben's What Is Up Guys line and uh, nice. probably going to use that make a reels out of it. Um, nice. But yeah, what did you carry today? So I have on my desk a lot right now. Um, yeah. It's a Memento Mori coin. Ah, I've seen the coin. But the here's video. the thing. Yeah. It's thick as shit. What the fuck, bro? Yo. It's thick as hell, but it what? sits on my How desk. How heavy is it? Um, I couldn't. Is tell it like you. really heavy? Like, oh, it's uh, really heavy. We're like talking like six, seven ounces. Shit? Damn. Yeah, we're talking like five, six ounces. Damn. Um, but it sits on my desk and yeah. it has like the grooves in it. It's like a worry coin. I just literally sit there with it yeah. like half the day. Ooh, one of these. Um, yeah, man, I love it. Uh, after that, my uh, the Hank that I had. You mm -hmm. would like this? How about a supernatural Hank? Nice. I love supernatural. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, you've told me. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, I, I truly miss the show. Like, I feel like something is missing. And people, you know, can make fun of me all they want. Dude, I fucking love that show, man. I dragged my wife to that show. I was yeah. like, no, you're watching this. I was I like, you're going to like it. I love that show. I, I do think the, the very last season definitely didn't have as much money as they used to to run the show. Like, it was definitely but like. It was still great. I still loved it. I oh, still yeah. loved it. You know, because I love the show and like, um, um, I don't know if you watched uh, on HBO Max, Batman, The Long Halloween. Yes. So there's two parts. I don't know if you watched it or not, but Jensen Eccles fucking is Batman in that. Mm -hmm. It's fucking really good. That one is really good. And I, you know, I caught up on the boys basically because I know he's coming in on season three. It's oh. gonna be Soldier Boy in The Boys on season three. So yeah, I was like, I gotta catch up because, like, you know, he's gonna be in it and I gotta know what's going on. Right, it's like his right. first live action thing in a long time. So, you know, I gotta That's support cool. my I gotta That's support cool. my homie, you know what I'm saying? Right, Fucking right. Dean Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> the best, bro. All right, what did you carry today, knife wise? Which one is that? Oh, um Dylan Ma Dylan's knife. The Ma Dylan Mallory Forest, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Dylan yeah. a lot, man. He's really, really cool. Dylan is a really nice guy. Have you ever mm -hmm. met him in person? I've never met him in person, okay. but I podcasted with him three times. Nice, it's nice. Kind of like, if you think about it, that's three hours worth of conversation. So it's kind yeah. of like I met him, kind of. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like when you meet somebody, let's say I met you at Blade, right? We wouldn't have this conversation uninterrupted, just you and me talking, you know, just like shooting the shit or whatever. And... um yeah, so with Dylan, like, I actually played, like, video games with him. I played, um, nice. when we were on the podcast, he was like, oh, um, uh, Daily Cali Carry Solutions is trying to get me into Apex Legends. So, like, right after we got off, like, we played Apex, and I, like, totally sucked at it. But uh, he loves, like, COD. He loves Apex Legends. That's, like, his shit. And Microtech Knives, pretty much. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, Dylan's super nice guy. I really like him. Um, 
he i mean i went over to his the the artisan booth mm-hmm. and like him and everybody else that was there they were just like wanted to hang out like they didn't yeah. give a shit about selling knives and i was like all right i was like <laughs> so we can russell hang too, for a then right hmm? you met russell too right oh yeah Russell yeah, yeah. is like the u.s rep for artists yeah 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 cool yeah. dude cool dude yeah russell's like him guys um so how, what do you uh, think about the forest man i like it in fact yeah I'm tempted to say it's my uh, 2021 knife um, of the year under 200. Oh shit, that's a fucking that's it's 170, it's, right? Or something? Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's yeah. ergonomic. It has crowning on the spine, and I'm like, yeah. that's good. 70, pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good, dude. Who, now, who uh, I, manufactured it? It was Artisan. Oh, it was Artisan, but it's yeah, released yeah, yeah, yeah. under Dylan's name. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Good move, though. Good move because yeah, this have is his first knife released under his name. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. move. I mean, he's been kind of like making his way through the ranks of like the budget world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've liked his knives, the RKO, and um, I've tried a bunch of the other stuff. I haven't tried the new CVB one, the uh, the address or whatever. I haven't. But uh, you're not a big. But it looks guy, good. Huh? Uh, so <laughs> I can be, mm-hmm. but I'm picky. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had that's the BB budget. banter, so that's budget, right? Kind of. It's yeah, 80. Yeah. What is it, 80 bucks? 50. 50. Oh, okay. Um, that's why I love it so much. Then. Yeah, definitely budget. Yeah. 50 I, I like bucks? It. Are you kidding me for that knife? Mm-hmm. I love that knife for 50. Yeah. And the way this knife looks and feels does not feel like this is $50. No. It feels like 80 or something, you know? Minimum. Like yeah. Yeah. Minimum. Um, well, it yeah, the yeah. pants off of any dragonfly I've ever owned. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'd re- definitely rather have that. I like how thin the blade stock is too, nice and slicey, and um, mm. just light. You could fit it in your watch. That pocket. deep carry clip looks... is so good. Yes, yes, and it's reversible this time. You know, for lefties and stuff like that. Mm. The first one wasn't. Um, I do have I like the multiple deployment too. I do have some segments for you, so we should get okay. to this. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this segment is called Sharper Dull. Um, I'm going to show you a knife. This is going to be knife related this time. And uh, you're going to say sharp for good or dull for bad. All right. So All the right. first one, let me share my screen with you right now. Let's see. Share screen. Show me, girl. I got to see it. So I go to Blade HQ, like new arrivals is usually what I do. And I pick out ones that may be of interest. And okay. here's the first one right here. This is the Chris Reeve. Uh, left hand small Sabenza frame lock, five hundred twenty five bucks. Do you see this? You do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see okay. it. And uh, your specs, you're looking at S forty five VN. Um, handle material wood, frame liners wood, two point eighty seven ounces. It's a Chris Reeves. I'm sure you yeah, have yeah. some. And I just want to know what's your take on this particular Chris Reeves. Uh, oh, immediately. So Sharp. Sharp. Immediately. Okay. Are you just um, like a Chris Reeves guy? No, I'm actually not. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two. I have a large 21 and a small 31. Um, yeah. And a lot of people complained about the ceramic ball that sits on that interface mm-hmm. between the blade and the actual interface itself when it first came out. Because if you put your finger right on the tip near the blade, you can kind of get some some wiggle, some flex. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I've never had a problem with the knife. Ever. Huh. Um. If it wasn't a lefty, I actually am not making this up. I looked at this knife in a large, in a righty yesterday. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So it's sharp um, for you. I I saw one of these. I saw actually, I want to say, maybe it wasn't this wood inlay, but a different one at Blade Show. And I was like, that's gorgeous. I love it. 
Definitely beautiful, though. I'm going to give it up to that. Um, I tried the Holy Trinity before of Strider, Hinderer, and Chris Reeves. I've finally gotten to, you know, try a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm a, uh, I, I give, I'm gonna give it to Hinderer for me, man. I don't know. I just think That's they're fair. cooler. Okay. Um, not that, that Chris Reeves knives are bad because I've tried uh, in Kosi, Sabenza Twenty One, uh, all small versions. Like, um, and I've liked them. I'm like these knives are very well made. I've made videos on them, very yeah, yeah. cinematic videos when I was still doing that. And I'm I, I just don't. It's five hundred twenty five dollars. <laughs> I don't have my, my wife is still in school. <laughs> my wife is still in school, bro. <laughs> He's just laughing. My wife is still in school. I give it a. Dollar. And then I'm sitting over here going, "Oh, you <laughs> I mean give it a sharp, honey?" <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll just drop a, a, a fat 570 on you right there oh shit <laughs> yeah i mean you know shit man so you're going sharp on it oh yeah all the way um i think despite what everyone's saying that the um the 31s are a good improvement i like them yeah um and i like s45 i do yeah it's 10 more fives but <laughs> <laughs> i still think it's good um <laughs> Cool. I still think it holds up well. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go. We'll go to the next one. That's fair. I'm sure some people will agree with you, and some people won't. We'll just find out later. Uh, this is the next knife to have here. Opinions. <laughs> this is the next knife here. This is a Burnley Squid Two uh, Frame Lock uh, in the Mars Valley uh, Fat Carbon Fiber. Four hundred twenty-five bucks. You're looking at a blade length of two point eighty-seven five. Uh, cutting edge three inches. Bowler N three ninety. Uh, carbon fiber on the handle scales, 2.97 ounces, titanium liners. You already know Lucas Burnley. He's the man. Made the uh, squid. This is like his custom squid, I guess. What do you think about it? The dullest of the dull. Wow. I don't like it. Two reasons. Okay. Um, one, why is a move from... St the, a steel frame lock to a titanium mm -hmm. worth $400. And it's pretty expensive. Because here's the thing. It's also Italian made. Yeah. And I, I have a bias. I don't like Italian made knives personally. Oh yeah. You're um, right. Country of origin is Italy. Yep. Yep. Oh. Every Italian made knife I have had has either had uh lock problems where it wouldn't engage properly Fuck. Um, or uh, lock sticks so bad where you could not disengage it. Damn. If you like clicked it open real hard. Yeah. That's not good. But that, I mean, but again, that's a personal experience. So yeah. I mean, I can't say that for every single Italian made knife because that's not fair. Yeah. But for me personally, dull. All right. That's fair. I, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I, I just I'm not at the buying knives over two hundred fifty dollars price point yet, and my girl That's is fair. doing stuff in the back. In case you hear something, That's fair. She's prepping for Thanksgiving, I think. Um, but yeah, let's go to the next guy. All right, this is the. <laughs> Did you want me to puke in my mouth? This is the Olight Nightclaw Bloodshot <laughs> Coin, bro. I literally just vomited, okay? <laughs> like, what? What? Oh man, I knew this. I I this this is the response I was expecting. Um, I mean, it's like, bro, the first life that they the first night they put out, garbage. And then they come out with this shit, dude. 
What is this? I mean, just make flashlights, I guess, right? I mean, is that what we're doing? I mean, what is this for? Circumcising? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You just get D2 on the foreskin. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, dude. What the fuck is that? I don't know, man. I guess you wear it as a necklace or something. Look at that. It's on a lanyard bead. Like, it's yeah. like they're trying to do a twist on a neck knife. <laughs> yes. Didn't like Serchenko do something like this, and it was actually cool though. Yeah, 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 he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like um, a cheapened version of that. Serchenko did one that uh, was in a movie, actually. I, I'm fucking out on this, bro. Yeah, I didn't know. Dull. I'm, I'm dull on this. this as dull as it's gonna be when it gets delivered to you. This is fucking. Oh my god, <laughs> bro. This is oof. Oh, that's. Okay. I'm gonna I, give I, that I, a big old, a big oof. The yeah, that's, that's a dull right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it off right now. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. All right, we're gonna go to the next one here. So we're both going dull on that guy. Um, this is the uh, I was going for this one. This is Spiderco and Della Warncliffe. All right, I think this is like their new shit, right? Yes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Advanced Knife Bro, you know, posted this in the yeah. Elite's group chat, and I was like, oh, interesting. I like Warncliffe's. You know, I fucks with Spiderco. I don't buy a lot of them i don't buy mm -hmm. a lot of knives period but i i was wondering what you thought about this one so it's a, it's a vg10 this is a budget folder 8750 yeah vg10 yeah. you're looking at frn spider coast frn 3.10 ounces and this one is made in japan oh i i, I love their stuff made in japan mm -hmm. um i'm on the fence i'll give you that one because okay. I have not held an Indela because it's supposedly, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's like halfway between the Delica and the Endura. That's yes. the idea. Mm -hmm. um, I think size-wise, it's sharp. I think Warncliffe is dull. You don't like Warnies, huh? I love Warnies. Oh, but you don't but like this Warnie. I don't like that Warnie. Oh. And here's the reason why. Okay. Where, where are you going to cut? What are you going to use? What where, where are you cutting with? You're only going to cut with probably the what top quarter of that i see what you're saying see what i'm saying the second you get halfway down that blade unless you are doing a straight push cut through material you are yeah yeah how are you gonna you're you're trying to finagle that knife too much it's too much of you trying to adjust your grip and move that knife around to mm -hmm. you fully utilize that blade that's my main gripe i'll put it that way. that's that, those are good points right there bro I'm not gonna lie. I, I I just looked at it from an aesthetic standpoint, and I was like, I'd probably use that. Um, now, now, from an aesthetic, straight aesthetic standpoint, I like it. Yeah, because I think at that price point, even though their VG10 has in history been soft, um, I think it's a good knife. I think it's something that people who are wanting to stay under a hundred yeah. will definitely buy because I think it's I think it's gonna be a good blade. VG10 now? Are we fucking with VG10 now? Honestly. I, the only thing I don't fuck with is uh, 8CR Womp Womp. <laughs> How about 9CR 18 MOV? Uh, it's fine. It, it's not great, but I'm not like, depending on what it's on, I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> no 8CRs, like no matter what. Um, They're okay, is maybe the best. Yeah. If I can get something that's not, then I'm happy. Um, okay. No, I agree with you on that. It's it's rare that I'll even look at something mm -hmm. with ATR 13 MOV. You know? I, I'm it's in just, love just... with Nitro V right now. Oh, yeah. Nitro V is the shit, bro. Um, I have the uh, the bow here. I've showed this so many times already, and I love it. I have the bow. Yeah, I like it. I like it for my uses. City guy mm -hmm. you know, worries right. about getting shot by the police. 
you know, if they find knives on him, this is one that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, he just works in a CBD shop and cuts boxes. It's not very threatening. Gentlemen's sold for like 70 bucks. You know what I mean? Um, all right. So let's go to the next guy because I do have a, a I have two more of these and then I have an, okay. an entirely yeah. new segment after this. Let's get and, it. Uh, I have to do this fucking Knife Nuts podcast. So. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, all right, Mr. Elite. Get the. <laughs> <laughs> This is the uh, Bradford Knives Guardian 3 Fixed Blade, 179 bucks. You're looking at M390, um, 3.5 inch blade length, 3.42 ounces in weight. You get a sheath that's leather, handle materials, micarta, and made in the USA. Um, th- th- these are pretty uh, infamous already, like for being good fixed blade knives. I'm not a big fixed blade guy, but if I was going to buy one, I would probably buy a Guardian, like one of the sizes that fit yeah, me. Yeah. And what do you think? Uh, sharp all day because nice. I've held that knife. You have? And, yeah. Um, and I've talked to Bradford. I've talked to his wife at both shows I've been to. And they are, I'm going to say hands down, the nicest people at Blade Show. Wow. Um, also, he puts in damn work on those knives. Um, I love them. I like how thin they are. Um, I actually recently started getting into fixed blades. Um I have a one custom that I got from uh, Ray over at Cap City Creations. Mm-hmm. Um, love that fixed blade. And then I actually got the uh, Brian Brown uh, Chuck, a little tiny fixed blade he did a while back. Yeah. Um, I love both of those. And I've been thinking about picking up a Bradford, actually. Um, and actually a Bradford 3, because 3, 3.5, I think, is about the sweet spot um, when I carry yeah. a fixie. Um and if you look at theirs, I like the contoured that they do. So they do a flat, like a flat G10, mm-hmm. but the contoured micarta. Yeah. Oh, that's the stuff right there. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I do. I've been looking at Guardians for a while and I'm just like, how the fuck am I going to carry in New York, man, without kind of seeming because people here, when they, you know, see a knife, they automatically think like death, like he's trying to do yep. harm. Um, yep. And a fixed blade is more. I guess people are more threatened by it than. Let a- me grab my Brian Brown. Yeah. So the Brian Brown that I have is this one. Yeah. And what I carry it with is a tech lock. Yep. So it literally, your belt just goes right through. Yeah. And I actually carry it in the very front. So mm. the handle is actually on my right hand side over here. And yeah. it sits right up, like right where your belt buckle would be. Yeah. Um, you can't even see it. Um, but I really like. Oh, that's nice. See, you know, I couldn't have that one because no. anything, anything with a knuckle, like uh, any like a uh, like yeah. ring, like key ring type thing, yep. um, they don't allow in New York City. But I do like that one a lot, though. That looks oh, fucking yeah. dope as shit. Yeah, I like, but that. like I carry something like this or like that. You could either do like a like a scout carry in the front, mm-hmm. or I know, um, like with the custom I have, uh, Oak City Leather did a mm-hmm. uh, leather sheath that actually has a pocket clip on it. Oh, Oak City Leather. Yeah, I've heard of those. Yeah, guys. yeah. And then they you just the slide shit. it into your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, they make cool stuff. shit. I like them. Um, we're going to do one more of these, and I'm going to have to actually. That's an Oak City. That. Share. This is a sharp all day, right? Oh, yeah. That's sharp all day. Okay. All day long. All right. So I'm going to do one more. I got to share my other screen for this one. All right, multi-monitor. And uh, let's do this right here. So one piece, sharp or dull? <laughs> the sharpest of the sharp. Really? Dude, I'm on episode 900. I know, but... Um, like, I just finished 900. I gave it a run. 
I gave it a run till about no. So I gave it a run till about. You didn't like it. So this is what I did. I got all the way up to Arlong Park because all of my friends were like, "If you do not like it by Arlong Park, you will never like the show." That's what they told me. Okay. There was a couple of things that I did like about it. Um, I love Zoro. He's like the best character in the whole shit. Like fuck Luffy. I don't even give a fuck about him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about. I don't. Here, this is the problem. I don't give a fuck about anybody on the show but Zoro. Like Luffy. Okay, kind of. You know, it kind of reminds me of Goku a little bit. Like in terms of how his mentality is, not his powers. He's just kind of like aloof and like kind of like silly. Um, but I don't know what it is, man. Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm not that into pirates that much. Maybe that's what it is. Or, um, you know, people look kind of weird in it. Like, even though they're supposed to be like this dope fucking fierce creature. And it's like, I'm like, this is a guy that is dressed like one of them cat e-girls. And he's fighting Zoro. And he's like, and I'm like, because I see clips of like Luffy fighting, um, what was that mochi motherfucker that he fought? And I was like, Kata yo, Curry. this is kind of dope. Yeah, and Kata then um, I see cool. Zoro, like, I see clips, bro. And I'm like, these clips are ill. And Nami's like, yeah, tits you're talking. Mad. Nami's tits are mad big later in the show. And I'm like, trying to get <laughs> to like that part. Ripple in size. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, look at this picture right now. I'm like, I'm trying to get to this part of One Piece, you know? And it's like, it, it felt so difficult for me to try to get through it. Whereas in. When I watched Bleach and I watched Naruto, like I didn't have, I didn't feel like I had to force myself to like it. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Um, Do I think it's a bad show? Absolutely not. Like I can tell, like there's so much world building and all this cool shit going on, right? Um, But I and and my friends who are huge One Piece fans, they read the manga, they fucking watch the shit, they rewatch it. They all tell me the same thing. It's like it's not going to be a show for everybody, but the people that really get into it are like so down for it and uh you know like what do you like about it um so i'll put it this way i can't reach for it literally mm-hmm. sitting two feet from me over there yeah is a uh 11 inch tall luffy <laughs> is he your favorite in the whole show dude i love luffy love love <laughs> luffy <clears throat> but zoro is a close second this is you um, know who my favorite on the show is right here dude right here bro there my favorite <laughs> is is your favorite is boobs. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, but these ladies are drawn very, very well, bro. I, I kind of like um, um, what's his name? I like Sanji too. I fucks with Sanji a little bit. I like Usopp's the way his, not bad. his mentality. Um, I fucking don't like Usopp, bro. I don't like Usopp. He gets a little bro. bit better. No, you, you, no, I and I saw a clip. Where Usopp was wearing like a fucking robot suit and he was shooting seeds into like a monster and plants were growing out of him. Yeah. And I'm like, that's dope, you know, but I can't familiarize myself with his character because I never that's, was like that growing up. You know what I'm true. saying? Um, like Zoro, even Luffy, uh, Sanji, I could kind of like, you know, like kind of like link with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I, I understand like some of their feelings, but Usopp is like, He's, he's like a brave coward type of dude, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And like, I was never like that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but I, I don't I don't even know any of the other people. So you haven't gotten it. Yeah, because you haven't gotten to Chopper or uh, right. Frankie yeah. um, or Brooke. I saw um, this guy, uh, the Skull dude. dude. This dude right Brooke? here. Yeah, that, I yeah, saw a clip guy. of him where like 
I saw it on TikTok and he thought like none of his crew members died. And like he, he you know, he was like just imagining things and he fell and he woke up to reality. <laughs> and like the boat's like fucked up and he's like a skeleton. <laughs> so I know that there is depth there. Like I know that there is. But it's like, man, am I going to wade through fucking a thousand episodes to get to that depth? Because um, like so two, three hundred. <laughs> yeah. So so like um, to get to 45 episodes, it took me almost two weeks. Right. OK. My Hero uh, Academia season five. Right. I watched the whole season in less than two days because it's just Jesus, a show that dude. I like. Yeah, I just it's only 26 minutes. I mean, you could breeze through them. There's a lot of downtime. Well, so is One Piece. One Piece is like 20 minutes. What are you talking about? Dude, that 20 minutes feels like two years to me, bro. Sometimes I'm like, fuck you. Oh, just fuck them up. Do the fucking gummo gummo, bro. No, you know, like, come on. I mean, come on. But at the same time, like, look at Dragon Ball. Fucking yeah. Goku powering up for six episodes. So here's the thing, right? <laughs> the difference between Dragon Ball and One Piece is Dragon Ball is all about martial arts. And that's why I like it. It's martial artists. And they're doing these techniques. One Piece is like, it's, it, it's like there's like this a lot of freak show stuff going on. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this okay. fucking, this is the gangster pirate. And he's like, you know, he, dog face, Captain dog face. And he's like a pit bull and he's strong. You know, I'm not, I'm just making it up by the way. No, no, it could totally be a one piece episode. Captain Pitbull. And he's got like a fucking like pit bull claws and fucking he bites you. He's got a bite strength of fucking 1 million tons or some shit. And Luffy gets bit and he's like all fucked up. That could totally be a one piece episode, right? <laughs> um, There's yeah. totally a character when they meet Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Who literally has the power to like he can eat anything basically oh. and like he has a big iron jaw and like he bites <laughs> Luffy. Oh shit. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually that. a thing. So while I have a lot of respect for One Piece, I just think that it's not for me, but Dude, for my it doesn't homie, have to be for everybody. From my homie Screaming Pirate, sharp all day. Is it your favorite anime? Top three of all oh, time. What's your what's your what's the other two? So Hunter X Hunter. Oh, dude, I fucking love you, bro. All right. Love okay. Lo I, I mean, I love it, but I hate it because it's never coming back. But what's, right? the, what's the other one? Right. Um, My number one, and it's a little bit weird because yeah. nobody else really gives a shit about it. Uh -huh. Um, I really liked, um, oh, I know, the, I know the Japanese name, so I'm trying to remember the American name. Tell me the it. Japanese name. So... Is it like a shonen or is uh is it like yeah. a slice of life type anime or so it's uh it's the Hayaku, the volleyball anime? Oh I've okay, so I've never watched it, but I've heard great things about it. So I can't like number so one. I was never a big sports anime guy, and then Dude, I watched I don't like him at all. And then I watched Kuroku no basketball and I fucking loved it. Like breeze yeah. through. I love Phenomenal. it. So I can understand why I've actually mm -hmm. thought about it. Because so you many people are like, bro, watch IQ, bro. Shut up. It. Don't talk shit about it. And I'm like, okay, all right. Let me you see these motherfuckers like serve and shit. Um, <laughs> I've heard good things about it. It's a big anime. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Uh, action scene, like when they're AD, they're actually like spiking uh, volleyball. It actually reminds me a ton of a little bit of My Hero, but a yeah. little bit of Black Clover. Wow. What do you think about Black Clover? 
It's good. I like yeah. the animation. Yeah. Asta needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Facts. Facts. All right, let's get to the next segment. <laughs> All right. So in this segment, it's called Versus. And basically, I show you uh, one or two pictures or a series of pictures, and you have to choose which one you're going to go with. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. All right. So these, I chose three pirate weapons for you. Of course okay? you did. Cannons. All right. Um, the, you know, them pirate guns, right? Look at this beautiful one right here. Or the cutlass, right? Um, okay. Which one are you going to choose? Oh, flintlock all day. Oh, flintlock. Okay, you sure about yeah. that? That's yeah. your final? Oh, yeah. Or cannon, flintlock, or the, the swords or cutlass or whatever. So flintlock, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. You have to choose. So you're using the flintlock. You have to kill one of these sea monsters with it. <laughs> all right well i'm dead so <laughs> bro you gotta be you gotta jack sparrow it up um this is the scandinavia this is the myth from scandinavia the kraken i'm sure all pirates have heard of this before it's like a giant squiddy thing there's a crank kraken in clash of the titans um you probably probably remember this massive beast from clash of the titans the kraken has taken on many different shapes over the years from a gar gargantuan octopus to a squid and even a crab Whatever its form, it's one of the largest monsters ever dreamt up in human nightmares, growing to more than a mile in width. The Kraken has no problem devouring an entire ship and all its crew in one fatal blow. So that is monster number one. The second monster I actually have never heard of before. Maybe you have in your uh, travels uh, via the sea. This is, um, I don't even know if I can pronounce this right, the Sirene Crowan. It's from Scotland. And uh, while its immense size poses a major threat and can cause serious harm, the Syrian Crowan li likes to toy with its prey first. It hides its enormous figure by shrinking down to a fish the size of your palm. Then the fisherman catches the seemingly non-threatening fish in his net. Then it fucking grows and fucks you up, dude. And according to the legend, the Syrian Crowan was so enormous that it could feed on several whales for just one meal. Which one you gonna fight, bro? Um, I think Syrian the Kraken Cronin. is fucking impossible, too. Syrian Cronin, dude. <laughs> Syrian Cronin. You it's know, like, I'm gonna shoot that shit while it's a small fish in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> you every you every fish that's the right? size of my palm gets shot. <laughs> I mean, dude, you're gonna fight this thing, which could be could feed on several whales at once, or something that is a mile in width. I mean. You know, you probably should have went with the cannons, I think. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. I'll just shoot every fish that's the size of my hand. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Dude, you have made it through the gauntlet, man. Thank you for doing the show, bro. Um, yeah, is ever anything that I can do for you? Like, if you ever want to promote something, uh, want to collab on something, just hit me up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for doing the show, man. Um, everyone, please follow Screaming Pirate EDC. I'm going to put the links in the description. Uh, but this is your boy Ray and Screaming Pirate EDC saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.